Hello, FDR Chains faithful. Brandon here. Oh, it's been a tough week. Most of you probably noticed that we're a little behind schedule th this week. There was Memorial Day. There was a trip to Vegas. There was COVID. There was missing equipment. There was broken equipment. They, we literally had to ship in parts. And then that got delayed. And we tried to uh, tape something together and it didn't work. It just, the quality wasn't there. We didn't uh, feel that it was ready for release. So we didn't, but we got the equipment. We are ready to go. So without any further delay, This week you are stuck with me all episode. We are going to have a little more concise episode this week since we have a short turnaround for our next episode. I didn't want to go into too much stuff that we might bring up in this week's upcoming episode. So what we're going to do today is we're going to kind of briefly go over the responses that our leaders and politicians have had to the mass shootings that are dominating our news cycle. So let's get started. This weekend alone, there has been at least 54 injured, 11 killed, and seven separate mass shootings. That's just this weekend. Now, they haven't been quite the mass shootings that we think of when we think of... So let's start at the very top with President Joe Biden and his response. He gave um, a speech where he called for a ban on assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. Now, this... Uh, Got praise from the Democrats, of course. You know, that's their president, so they like to support him. And it's very good politics to be behind the president at all times, um, especially within your own party. So they were highly jubilated over, over that speech. However, the Republicans, of course, have not been. Uh, Daryl Issa, Republican California congressman, called Joe Biden's speech divisive. And I quote, President Biden had the opportunity tonight to help unite the country. He didn't. He lashed out at everyone who doesn't share his gun control agenda. Then he demanded voters elect more Democrats. His worst speech yet. Um, I doubt that's his worst speech, to be honest. Uh, but again, he's calling for more control, banning assault rifles, which has been done before in high-capacity magazines. It's not a very divisive speech because there is a lot of support for this. And his call to vote for more Democrats is because Democrats seem to be the only people putting this as part of their agenda. There's the Republicans that just say no, no, no to everything and loosen up all these laws. And then there's Democrats who at least feign the attempt. They don't do a very good job at putting this uh, front and center or doing anything about it. But at least there's a feigned attempt rather than we're going to actually loosen laws. Um, Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz said tonight Biden chose to double down on hard left divisive politics. This is not divisive. As I said before, there is large support. Um, stricter gun controls. It tends to be more on the background checks, the wait period. There's yet to be calls on from the right 
uh, two ban assault rifles, but that is kind of garnering support. Right now, I think uh, Republicans stand at 38%. Uh, Democrats are at 80%, and independents stand at 72%, as uh, the recent polling shows. So calling this a divisive leftist idea is um, false, really. It may be a divisive idea amongst the right, but as a nation as a whole, it's not very divisive. It's um, the way things are trending. So do you want to hear about what Republicans have to say about what we need to do about these mass shootings? Uh Ah, yes, of course you do. And uh, one word, doors. Republicans say that we need more restrictive access to schools, a one-point entry, reinforced doors, and armed guards at the entrance. Um, That's a prison. That's a prison. That's what prisons do. And so do you want to go send your child to a prison? Children may already think of school as a prison, but it's not. Not yet, anyway. Not until uh, Republicans seem to get their way. And they want to have more reinforced doors. And there has been an increase in call for teachers to be armed. Now, people listening here know that we know two teachers. And we know they do not need to be armed. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Just, it, no. And second of all, the two teachers that I know and we know and love aren't going to take a bullet for your kid. They're not. They're going to get out that window as fast as possible and run to the nearest bar. That's what they're going to do. So to say that the uh, teachers are going to be combatants or trying to hunt down the shooter plainly false plainly false um most teachers that we all know besides dave and ben would probably say the same thing nope nope you don't pay me nearly enough nearly enough to uh act as a cop even the cops don't want to go in even the cops that are defending the school don't want to go in when a a mass shooter is roaming the hallways Another response that uh, Republicans have had in the face of more mass shooting is to repeatedly loosen gun laws. Governor Greg Abbott and other Republicans leaders signaled on an openness to some gun restrictions after recent mass shootings. But in the last several years, lawmakers have eased gun laws, most notably by passing a permitless carry bill last year. I believe the argument that they have is that um, more people with guns equals less uh, gun violence, but that is tragically false, and we can see it. Uh, The numbers are there. You look at other countries that don't have guns, they don't have gun violence. That's just the numbers. That's just the facts. It doesn't work. So a case in point right here is that... uh, Texas legislators have loosened gun laws over the past few few years, most notably by passing permitless carry in 2021, which we recently just mentioned, and then less than two years after mass shootings in El Paso and Odessa took the lives of 30 people. So after passing those laws after the shootings in El Paso, you then have Uvalde, which is the deadliest school shooting yet to happen. So why didn't these loosened gun laws stop it? Why are these 
shooting is getting worse and worse every year and more and more frequent. On the other side of the aisle, the Democrats are bringing up what they're calling the Protect Our Kids Act. So this bill would look to raise the lawful age to purchase a semi-automatic centerfire rifle from 18 to 21 years old establish new federal offenses for gun trafficking, and for selling high, large capacity magazines. It would also allow local governments to compensate individuals who surrender such magazines through a buyback program. It would also establish a new tax credit for the sale of safe storage devices and a criminal penalty for breaking new requirements on the storage of firearms on residential premises. I got through it, guys. They're looking for a Thursday vote on this, um, so... We will definitely have updates next episode on how it goes. Um, but we're definitely already seeing a little pushback from Republicans on on this. So it'll be interesting to see and to talk about. Um, on a weirder side, is that a company floated forth the idea of using taser drones in schools to stop mass shootings. Um, they weren't very clear on how these drones would be operated what kind of tasers they would use, and how they would hunt down and locate shooters. But it just seems like, again, we're militarizing our schools and making them more prison-esque. So, um, luckily, the the company kind of got shot down on that idea as being preposterous, I think one quote was. So, at least there's that, I guess. All right, one last topic I did want to bring up. It's kind of a weird one, but uh, uh, the latest Trump rally, Proud Boys wearing their insignia and QAnon signs were banned. They were not allowed to be at at the rally. So if you were wearing something that represented you as a Proud Boy, you were asked to leave, which which is a... an odd turn of events, I guess, because the Proud Boys were definitely instrumental in the January 6th uh, insurrection. Uh, President Trump, former President Trump, has yet to call them out in a speech or um, officially. So to have him kind of sneakily push himself away, uh, maybe an indication that they are no longer politically viable. Um, a lot of people are are speculating that he's going to ramp up his 2024 presidential election bid. So maybe that's part of it. He wants to kind of distance himself from those and the bad press and the January 6th committee and maybe legal troubles too. So I just found that a little interesting that he's not only the Proud Boys, but QAnon as well. Um, Two things that are very much linked to the MAGA Republican Party, led by former President Trump. So we'll keep an eye on that. We'll let you know how that goes and what the fallout that may be or if it's just going to kind of fall to the wayside and be ignored and, and uh, or maybe use a say, see, President Trump doesn't support this, even though he does and has. But uh, I just wanted to bring that to your attention and we'll let you more know more about it. Um, that kind of wraps up everything. I didn't want to go too long on this. Like I said, we've got a short turnaround for the next episode, but... We'll be back in full force. Um, All three of us will be in one place again, so I'm uh, glad for that. We've got all the right equipment and equipment that works, so that definitely helps. But uh, again, go to our social media, 
Let us know if you have any ideas for topics or want us to talk about. Um, join our Patreon. And please, like and subscribe on any, wherever you get your podcasts. Please like and subscribe. It really helps us get more listeners. And the more listeners we get, the maybe we won't have broken equipment all the time. So, <laughs> so we, uh, we appreciate that. And this has been... A legacy of FDR in his wheelchair.